Right, oh shit, I haven't prepped a damn thing. Hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Up podcast with me, Ant, and I'm here again with Dave. Hi. And E3 has kicked off, so we're going to start with a bit of E3 chat. Um, this will probably be quite out of date by the time I get this up, but it's happening right now. We're going to chat about it, and then we'll do our Netflix and Prime club, where the films to have watched are Our Kind of Traitor on Netflix and The Secret of Marabone on Prime. Um, but E3 first. Uh, uh, you want to start, Dave? Oh, jeez. You put me right on the spot there. Um... <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. Then. Let's start with... Microsoft announcing the next console will be out holiday 2020, so Christmas 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a big announcement. I know it's a long way off, but that's surely going to just kill the sales, the the meek and meager sales, admittedly, of the Xbox One and their recently released Xbox One discless, sad, whatever it's called. I feel like Sony um, <clears throat> are saying they weren't attending E3. Mm. What about four months ago, five months ago? It was a bit, it was a long time ago, wasn't it? It was before Christmas, I think maybe Christmas. They said they weren't going to be at E3. It was before Christmas, yeah. Yeah, and then basically, what was it? Two months ago, announcing some of the tech inside the PS5. I think they kind of backed Microsoft into a corner to an extent, mm. because from what I saw, it didn't it didn't seem to me like Microsoft had. I don't know. I don't know what to say, but it. It's really weird, isn't it? Because they kind of it's said... the both kind of in the planning stages still, putting it together, how it up. And I don't... I don't know. I don't... The way they've both spoke about it, it seems like next Christmas might still be too early for these systems. What did I, you don't, I don't feel like I need to replace my PlayStation 4 yet. No. No, it feels early, doesn't it? It does, but it's not that early. Whether that's at our age... Because mm-hmm. time, I swear, time flies now. Yeah. <laughs> PlayStation 4 still feels fairly new. But then I think yeah. about how long ago it was that I had my PlayStation 3 was my main console. That feels like a long time ago. Uh, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So maybe it is time. But I think you're right. I think they kind of... Because the way Sony put the news out about their console, it was like a, an interview with Wired magazine. So yeah. not, not mainstream game journalism, Wired magazine, a tech company magazine. Mm-hmm. And obviously it was picked up by all the the game yeah. reporting media. But it was kind of like quite low key. And then games media blew it up. Yeah. But then Microsoft went on the big E3 stage, all eyes on Microsoft, and kind of announced what they were doing was pretty much the same. Yeah, but because it's on this big epic stage, and Sony have already done it, it kind of felt yeah. a bit like flat. Yeah, really flat. Plus, Microsoft have no momentum at the moment. No, so it's really awkward. They're in a real difficult place. They are with hardware sales. I think they're um, the Game Pass service, and that is, um, I think, it's a brilliant service. To be fair. And if Sony had an equivalent, I think I'd be on board. I mean, I know we have the equivalent with PlayStation there, but um, it's a lot more expensive. Um, it doesn't feel like a viable option at the current price point. Mm. I don't know. I just think, and I think I said something along the lines of that that new Halo Infinite was it or something that they kind of had a CG trailer for that um, 
it's going to be a cross-gen game. It will use like the pair of Scarlet. Mm. So, unless it looks, because from what I'm guessing, and this this is just somebody I spoke to um, at work who's a bit of a PC. I don't want to say nerd, but like he knows all his stuff like that. And he was PC saying, buff. Um, buff, yeah. He was saying like you only really see tan, you know, like very small graphical improvements now. You know, like. It, it, he says they'll be better, but it's not going to be like the jump from PS1 to 2 to 2 to 3. Because mm. 3 to 4 was good, but it wasn't like massive, massive in certain games, was it? No. Yeah, Even certain... 2 to 3, it was big, but it wasn't as big as 1 to 2. No, but I mean, when you look at 2 and then you look at, say, Assassin's Creed on 3, the first Assassin's Creed game that came out, mm. that looked incredible at the time. Mm. But, um,. I was going to say that. Yeah, I just, I think it's going to, it's more at frame rates, obviously, smooth. This loading stuff they're going on about. Mm. To be honest with you, I can't remember the last game I played and thought, oh my God, this is taking ages to load. I don't know about you. Bloodborne on launch, that was ridiculous. Mm, possibly. But they the fixed G- it. They fixed it a bit. The GTA games, but once they're loaded, they're loaded. Yeah. So you kind of forgive them that. But, um, I don't, I just. But I wonder what yeah. shortcuts the developers are taking. Or not even shortcuts, but what cuts they're making to keep those low times down. I mean, what what else? Well, it's that, what it's are they that solid out state drive, isn't it? Apparently it just works it faster, isn't it? Yeah, a lot faster. But um, but getting back to what we was on about, um, it just, a bit like, I suppose Microsoft felt like they had to do something, announce theirs, and they've, Possibly saw having the big stage at E3 that that was the perfect time to do it. But I'd, in my opinion, no one's really talking on the forums. Obviously about Scarlet, it's gone like yeah, it was revealed. Be like the PS5 one when that was revealed. Yeah, no one's interested. They want to see the box, don't they? Yeah, they want to see the box. They want to see the goods. Yeah. So. And it's, still it's a too early to get excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's over I think they're going to be expensive. Mm. Yeah, I'm worried about that. <laughs> yeah. But overall, I didn't think, to be honest, I didn't think anybody had a great show there. I'd probably say Square Enix, possibly the best show at E3 this year. I've not seen but any of theirs. I've seen a few of their videos. I think it was just more down to the fact that Final Fantasy looked um, really good. Um, what was the other one? Oh, God. Oh, God. They did say something else. I can't think of it off the top of my head now. But, um, oh, um, Avengers... I've, not, bad. I've, I've heard about that. I haven't watched anything yet. Yeah, the likeness and the voices weren't obviously the ones you're used to, but the characters tried to look with the same outfits and that, so it kind of was off-putting. Mm. But um, it didn't. It didn't look great, but obviously it could be an early build. But it, it was interesting. So you know, um, the best thing at the Microsoft show for me was the um, Lego Forza expansion. <laughs> I didn't see this. I haven't yeah, paid that any good. attention to Microsoft. Just headlines. I haven't watched anything. Yeah, that was good. It was a bit like the Hot Wheels expansion they did a couple of years back, but this time, obviously, it's Lego. Mm. But uh, that was good. But, yeah, nothing. I don't think anything really, like, excited me at all at E3 this year. And, you know, like, I didn't see anything. I thought, oh, God, when is that coming out? Oh. Well, I did I did two or three games we're going to mention. But that, but apart from those, normally you have a list as long as your arm, but... No, well, my, I've got 
Well, after the, the two you added to my list, I've got mm-hmm. well, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six games that I'm very excited about. Well, no, five games I'm very excited about, yeah. and one that you know is coming out as well. Well, it's just a tiny snippet of a trailer. My two most exciting ones. This is both the case. Little tiny trailers. No more heroes three out mm-hmm. of nowhere. Where did that come from? I mean, they've just put out a No More Heroes game that was a stinking turd. Yeah. And then they've done a proper No More Heroes sequel. Can't wait. Mm. I mean, those games are ropey, admittedly, but I love them. Yeah. yeah. So that, that was great. Um, and then right at the end of the Nintendo Direct, uh, they're working on a sequel, which I guess was obvious, but to uh, Breath of the Wild Zelda game. Mm-hmm. But there was footage they're, they're obviously some way into it and I wonder if they're doing a sort of Majora's Mask where they use exactly the same assets as the previous game so they can get another game out quickly Yeah, because it's the same world it's the same character designs, all the same stuff Is that what Majora's Mask did with Ocarina of Time? Yeah, Majora's Mask came out, I mean they completely flipped the game on its head, it was nothing yeah. like a traditional Zelda game, it was like Groundhog Day a three day cycle that kept resetting yeah, to piece it all together. I never got to the bottom of it. It was it was it, not my favorite Zelda game at all. Yeah, but um, the speed at which they got it out, and it is well loved by other Zelda fans, just not myself. Yeah. So if they put out, if they got this together using the same game world, which I wasn't bored of by the end of Breath of the Wild, I still loved it. I am so on board with that. Mm-hmm. But there's no hint of when it's out; just they're working on it. Yeah, but they played that footage. They showed stuff, so there must be some way along. Yeah, uh, No More Heroes three, and that were my top ones. And then I've never played Link's Awakening, and that's getting a remake, so another Zelda game, uh, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, Luigi's Mansion three. Yeah, um, I can't wait for that. That looks great. Great trailer, Luigi. <laughs> it's so good. And then you've just showed me a trailer for something called Fall Guys. No, not Fall Guys. Twelve minutes. 12 minutes, yeah. Which is uh, a 12 minute time loop that that you are stuck in. And it looks like it just plays out in many, many, many different ways. Yeah. And I can't wait to play that. I've just watched looks it good, just now it? and I can't wait. I think looks that was on Xbox lovely. stage. Yeah, it looks really good. It'll make it try to other platforms at some point. It better do. <laughs> <laughs> I want that. I mean, that might even come out on Switch because it's very simple. It's just top down looking into yeah, a single idea, room. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it could go out into other rooms. I think it did show a bathroom in one of the possible endings. Yes, yeah. So that it does go into other rooms. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, it's an apartment, isn't it? So, mm. you know, I guess you could probably use that whole floor of that apartment building. We'll see. You never yeah. know. You might be able to get out the the, um, the window up to the roof. Um, down to the car park, all types, different types of outcomes. You know, the corridor to the lift, whatnot. It's a great trailer, wasn't it? It's, yeah, very just, good. Yeah, if you search twelve minutes E three reveal trailer. Yeah, and watch. It's good. Really Games good. like that, um, interactive. You know, like um, thrillers and stuff. They rely heavily on the voice actors, mm. and uh, obviously the story as well. But the voice acting has to be good. Mm. Otherwise, it just breaks that immersion, sucks you right out of the game. The story the looks great. I mean, in the trailer... Very intriguing. Oh, I, don't, I don't really want to spoil the trailer. No. Pause the podcast and Google it now. It's really good. Yeah, it's very good. 
I want that. Any, it didn't hint at any sort of release date, which is a bit gutting. But um, yeah, and of course, Sony aren't at E3, so no big Sony news. But um, yeah. any other things that piqued your interest? Um, you just mentioned one that Fall Guys, which I thought looked really interesting, as in like it's taken a totally different. Um, it's taking a popular genre at the moment, the battle royale, and it's just it's just turned into something completely stupid and fun. Mm. Uh, well, I'm not saying that the battle royale games aren't fun at the moment, but the tense, and I can see this just being fun. And um, the the way it works, obviously, you, there's different events, and you make your way to the final. And in the final, they said there'll be twelve players all trying to reach the top of the hill to get the the golden crown to proclaim the winner. Mm-hmm. And the the last one looked like, yeah, that could be tense when you're trying to get your way up. And if you know you're towards the end and <laughs> you're trying to dodge these balls, but also watch the other players and, you know what I mean, obstacles, it could be quite... Yeah, I think it, I think that could be a bit of a sleep. Not, I don't know if you call it a sleeper hit, but... Um, it needs to blow up quite quickly because, it, obviously, Battle yes, Royale... Yeah, you need to hit the game running. Yeah. And the best way we've seen... The best example of a game like that, multiplayer game, hitting the ground running, as we've seen before... It was Rocket League. Obviously, it was a brilliant game, mm. but but um, being free on PlayStation really just set. I think that gave it such a an unbelievable trajectory that yeah. they never expected. Yeah, that game just went from strength to strength. Yeah, and now look, it just sells and sells and sells. Like the other day, my daughter bought it because she wants to play it with um, me and um, a brother. <laughs> so it's you can see why it's still selling well. Mm. Yeah, and um, the, did it, what's it called? On. Fall Guys. It's um, just to describe it visually because you might not have seen it. It's yeah. insanely colourful. Yeah, it's like a sweet shop on on acid, and it's just little yeah. blob. You play a little blob and you're just running around. It's almost like there's like obstacle courses, or and you just got to be yeah. the last blob standing. There's some levels it shows you on the trailer where it's there's a, two skateboards just yeah. rolling down a hill, and you know it's going to be random stuff like that. Mm. And then there's like a platforming section, and it's going to be, I guess they're going to put like twenty to thirty different mini games or whatever they want to call them in there. Could be more than that. Yeah. Yeah, the two Could skateboards. Be, yeah. Obviously, it's not it's not you on a skateboard. It's you're one of the blobs, one of the many blobs oh, on a massive oh, skateboard. Yeah. And they collide into each other, and a bunch of blobs fall off. Yeah. And it's just it can't, that can't be the whole level. I wonder if that transitions into another level and whether it's like it just flows from one to the other god knows I don't know. no idea it, one to watch anyway it looks looks like a good fun one yeah it does it looks it does look like a lot of fun that's why i think it just like i say just the, the silliness of it caught my attention and the colors yes yeah, so, so colorful yeah so what about yeah. um from the Nintendo stable, did you watch? You haven't watched the whole of their conference. No, the whole of it. Um, Luigi Mansion Three looked brilliant. Um, Have you played one and two? No, I think my daughter's got number two on the Nintendo DS, so I think I'm going to play that. Mm. Um, Astral Chain that looked fantastic, even though I didn't really listen to the trailer. I probably was kind of more watching it. That's the one that... where you've like connected to some sort of other yeah version of yourself. It's going to be one of them crazy Japanese stories, isn't it, yeah. where you just kind of, well, you probably end up not games. giving a crap halfway through, yeah, and just yeah. enjoying the combat. Um, classic, classic Platinum games. Yeah. 
I'll tell you one something else I saw which really um, got me intrigued the Blair Witch Project trailer oh yeah yeah I think that was by Bloober Team who made um, Layers of Fear and the game I'm currently playing Observer there was um, did, did you know what jogged my memory then of what you said but something popped it into my head was there was a game it might not be your style but there was a game based on the sequel to Dark Crystal which is coming to Netflix yeah, I did see a trailer for that on the Nintendo. Yeah. Like the Is second it an RTS or something like that? It it looked like um oh, what's it called? Like um Advanced Wars or um yeah. XCOM, that sort of style game. Yeah. It looked interesting. I mean I loved the first Dark Crystal when I was a kid. I'm intrigued by this new the one. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever watch that when you were little? Yeah, I can't remember it very well. Oh, I loved it. I watched it so many times. Um, oh, so, yeah, I'm intrigued by is it. Is David Bowie in that? David Bowie? No, he's in Labyrinth. Labyrinth, yeah. I think I'm getting them mixed up. I probably have seen it. Yeah. It's on Netflix, I... actually, if you want to watch it? it. Yeah, it's an 80s classic. Is Tom Cruise in it? No, that's... There's no actors in it, though. No actors at all. It's all puppets. Oh, it's all puppets. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, I, th- I think it's Jim Henson. Yeah, possibly. Gelfling and the Skeksis. It's a great film. Well, I haven't watched it since I was a Yeah, child. I was going to say, hold <laughs> up. But yeah, I loved it when I was a kid. Um, yeah, um, that, that, and then there was another game quite similar to that, which I saw, City of Sin. Oh, yeah. I f- that looks intriguing. That? It kind of, I think it looks like it's something during the Prohibition. I can't remember what that was, but I remember the title and thinking, yes, I need to look into yeah. that a bit more. It looks good. That was it's, on it Nintendo looks like too, a kind it? of turn-based or real-time strategy game. Mm. Yeah. So it's it, the trail is very short, but when it zooms out, it shows you different buildings in the city. Have you seen it with yeah. money and stuff on it? So I thought, yeah, that looks all right. And then there was another one, which I think it's a Switch exclusive permanently or periodically. Yeah, but um, the Marvel, the what's it called, Marvel. Avengers, oh god, the middle before the assemble. Oh, is it um, called MCUA or something? MCA? Where they clash with something else? It's, like Marvel you know, X something. It's oh god, I can't. I can never think what it's called. Is it Capcom versus on, Marvel? That one? No, 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 no. It's been on the it's been on the PS two or three, and then they re they re released them on the PS four. Not long back on the store, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Oh, okay. Ultimate Alliance Free. It's you pick four characters and you, it's a bit like um, that was. I, I think it's a bit like those games where you kind of go um, looting and you know, teenage mutant ninja turtles. That sort. No, of thing. No, 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 no. You know, like when you you battle your way through a level, all four of you, and you can kind of level up and use different characters' abilities against certain. Like yeah, that. yeah. I can't think, Co-op. I can't, yeah, a bit like that, and um, that looked quite good. And they showed off a Emma DLC trailer. Mm. They're putting, they're putting Witcher on Switch. Yeah. I didn't think that'd be possible. There must be some serious um, graphical cut scale backs. Yeah. That. I reckon they managed to get it onto a 32 gigabyte card, don't they? <laughs> yeah, I, I reckon, like you said, there's going to be some serious cuts on that. Mm. I, I've never played it, but that game is, a, I know it's a huge, sprawling game, with, and it's yeah. like a realistic looking. Uh, I've been intrigued for a while. So I might get it. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, well, there's some good else. little trailers, but but from the from the big studios and publishers, I didn't think there was enough. Um, I, I got excited about Watch Dogs because it was going to be set in London, you know, dystopian London after Brexit and all that, and I thought mm-hmm. it could be interesting. And then I watched a trailer, and I was like, mm, yeah, totally not interested in that <laughs> character swapping ability. That was like, no, I don't like that. I've not watched the trailer. I just you can Watch Dogs switch do anything from, for me. Yeah, you can switch between any character in the world. And I was like, nah, I'm just really? that, I, yeah, it just doesn't interest me at all. That kind of thing doesn't. Weird. I want to play as one character. That's why GTA Five kind of like it's it's not my favourite because it's a great game, but I, I just didn't like the character swapping stuff in there. I liked the character swapping in GTA Five. It's clever. It's brilliant technical achievement, but it just I didn't know. And all, each character fleshed out quite well. I'd love to just play GTA Five as Trevor all the way through. <laughs> you wouldn't have got a bit bored uh, well it's possibly it's hard to say isn't it because you had the best best of both worlds but mm. you know I just think how much better could it have been if it was focused on one person's story but fair play from what they did mm. try something new it cut out the um, I guess it was a chance to cut out the the, the lulls in the character's development and stuff yeah so, anything else from E3? Oh, nothing off the top of my head. Uh, you haven't of. watched the Nintendo one, so what... I mean, you must have seen before this the um, Mario Maker 2. Is that interesting you at all? No. No? Not at all, no. No, not even... The, the first one didn't do anything for me at all, and the second one doesn't. Did you play the first one? No, I just... It just doesn't... It feel? sounds mad, doesn't it? Because I like the idea of building games in dreams and stuff, but the Mario ones now, the, like I think I mentioned it on the last pod, the 2D games do nothing for me now. Oh, the, the old school 2D ones I really like, it's the new ones I don't like. No, I, I wouldn't... You know, I'd probably play through Mario World. The, the one that was on the SNES. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably play back through that again, but um, I've got no interest in creating and, and, and playing through 2D levels again. Um, the other big games they were showcasing were Animal Crossing, mm-hmm. a tiny bit of Pokemon, and um, Fire Emblem, which looks good. Obviously, Fire Emblem. See, Animal Crossing, like I had that on the DS when it first came out, and I was like, oh, this is, this is nice. <laughs> but I just never understood the point of it. Oh, there's no point at all. No. <laughs> there's no point. No. It's a proper just collect-a-thon. Yeah, it's just it amazing me it's how so well because like, there's no end game, is there? No, it's really bizarre. I mean, it's not. A go- I'm not going to pick it up. Um, I had it on GameCube, and it goes from mildly interesting to slightly addictive. Yeah, and then you sort of just find yourself almost like work. It's like oh, better go and yeah. clean the lawn, get the root uh, weeds out the garden, and it just became like. No. A chore. Yeah, a chore. And I had but it was still like I was still going in and I was I had to go like, no, this is ridiculous. I'm I'm gonna make myself stop. Yeah. But it's fun. It was fun at first, it just became too much. So look sometimes I feel like picking up those farming games and I think, Oh, that could be so relaxing on the nights, you know, and you can you know only want to play something, you think I ain't in the mood for Grand Turismo because the focus. I'm not in the mood for a football game because, again, the focus. Yeah. I'm not in the mood for some shooting. I'm not in the mood for something where I've really got to listen to the story and characters. Yeah. So, like, sometimes I end up playing this bloody Sudoku game on my PlayStation. 
And then I think, oh, farming game would be nice. But then you think, would he get to that point where you just think, oh, this is a pissing chore? <laughs> I'm sure you know it I mean? would. It would get that big. Like, yeah. I've got, um, what's that? Stardew Valley. I bought that on Switch. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's not just a farming sim. There's a whole story and other yeah. things going on. It's quite good. But um, it was just a bit too slow for me. So I've sort of stopped playing. But that was my idea with that when I didn't want to be anything too intense just do that yeah it's a relaxing game but yeah I think E3 was a bit of a downer this year I think it's in a bit of a lull well, I hope Sony don't go back if I'm honest I hope they can follow Nintendo and just do their own little thing I, I'd save, like them save themselves some money out, put the videos out like Nintendo do yeah, save yourselves some money. Still having these stupid big shows. It must cost a couple of million dollars, hasn't it? Oh, it costs loads of money to to have it to reserve a space and that floor space and the stage costs an insane amount of money. Yeah, I don't, I couldn't even give you a ballpark. I just know everyone says loads of money. I'm surprised. I, I'm really surprised. Thought... I'm surprised. Like um. Bethesda have their own stage presence and everything. Yeah. Um, Ubisoft, I can that makes sense to me. They have so many games. And EA, again, so many games. But Bethesda, quite small. And Square Enix, to an extent. I mean, they have a mm. lot of games, but do they have enough to warrant E3 every year? Everyone knows yeah, what Bethesda they're working publish on. Bethesda publish now, don't they? So I suppose they do. Yeah, that's true. It's still always about Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony, though. Yeah. Ubisoft. I do look forward to the Ubisoft. Have they done one this year? Yeah, Ubisoft have. I didn't see Nothing any of Nothing of note, really. No. Except for they've, they've brought out their own Ubisoft, you know, the sh- subscription service. Oh, have they? Yeah, $15 a month. It's only on PC at the moment. Mm. Did we talk about EA bringing theirs to PlayStation? No, I don't think there's a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> you were hyped for that when it was just on Xbox. Yeah, when it first came out. I mean, I probably will try it the first one for £5, see what I think, and then if I think, yeah, go on, then I might, I might pay the 20 for a year off it, if mm. there's enough on that. 20 for a year is a bargain. Yeah, it is. Even if I end up playing, like, say, that those story modes in the free FIFA games. Yeah, that'd, yeah be that'd be cool. Yeah, just play the story modes and then, you know, um, play the Need for Speeds, maybe. Mm. I- I'm not sure what else they've got on there, to be honest. I'm not sure. But they do mm. do, like, story-based big action games and stuff, don't they? So maybe some yeah. of that on there. Anyway, it'd be great we're getting... if Yeah, I was going to say, it'd be great if they had, like, the Dead Space stuff and that, but I don't think they will. No. I'd love them to remake Dead Space and reboot mm. it, just bring it back. Yeah, bring it back. Anyway, that was quite off the E3 trail. There, that was announced a while ago. Um, let's wrap it there. Have you got your favourite games from E3? What were your top ones? Um, I think I'd have to go twelve minutes. The most intriguing, uh, Luigi's Mansion Three, and oh dear, I think. I think I'm going to go... I'm stuck between Four Guys and Astral Chain. (laughs) I I think I'm going to go Four Guys. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go four, guys. Although Astral Chain does look better, just a fun, the more fun concept. Mm. With Astral Chain, appeals to me a little bit more at this moment. Won't easily Zelda. No more heroes in 12 minutes. Yeah, 12 no minutes. question. Bit of, a, bit of a sneaky surprise there. Nice surprise as well. Did Microsoft show off that um, the one everyone's super hyped about? By the guys that did Witcher, but it's like spacey. What's it called? Cyberpunk. Yeah, Cyberpunk 2077. Um, they did Beyond Closed Doors. They showed a trailer. Oh, didn't you hear about Keanu Reeves? Oh, yeah, I did see that. He's in it, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he came out on the stage, which was pretty cool. Um, so... Does that look yeah. good? I haven't seen it. They didn't show any gameplay. It's just a CGI cutscene again. Okay. That's still uh, quite a way off, isn't it, that one? No. Um... Next February or really? March, and then a month later, it's Final Fantasy VII, the first episode, and somewhere around the same month is The Last of Us Two, from what we would gather. Ooh, I can't wait for that. Yeah, I'm not going to get that, I don't think, straight away. Aren't you? Uh, no, I don't think I am. I if think it's I'll, that I'll... early, I'm definitely going to get it. I, I thought it would be pushed and delayed, and then it'd be out on PlayStation 5 yeah. and 4. I think, if anything, I'll, I'll probably go for Cyberpunk or Final Fantasy VII. Over The Last of Us 2? Yeah. Final Fantasy VII? Have you played it before? Yeah, I played the original. When it originally came out, but I was crap back then. I, I think I've got more will to try and play it again. Oh, did you know Nino Kuni's been remastered? No. Yeah, they've been remastered. It's coming to Switch, PS4, Xbox, I think. Oh. That's a great game for Switch. I mean, I won't pick mm. up again, but that is a great Switch game. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of dialogue for a cartridge. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, we were moving on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there we are. Let's jump on to our stream club, Netflix and Prime. Um, should we start with our kind of traitor? Yes. Our Netflix you you go first, because I picked this one, didn't you I? You picked this one. Um, I didn't know anything about this when I put it on. I was like, oh, Ewan McGregor's in it. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, I really enjoyed it. I thought mm. it was good. Um, yeah. It's not amazing. No. Um, who is the woman in it? I recognise her. Is she Gamora from Guardians of the Galaxy? I, I, honestly, mate, I watched it, I think, the day after we talked, we said we'd watch it, and I can't remember. The, his girlfriend. Yeah, the the lawyer. Oh, God. It could have been. I can't remember off the top of it. No. Um, wasn't it um, her from Casino Royale? No, um, not Casino Royale. Um, Skyfall. Miss Money Penny. I don't know. Yeah. The one who shoots him in Skyfall off the train. I don't know if I've seen Skyfall. I'm not a big Bond fan. Take it or leave it, Bond. Dearie me, Skyfall's anyway. a fantastic movie. <laughs> Our kind of traitor. I really enjoyed. Um, yeah. Tense. Uh it was, a, it was a good story. I enjoyed it. I yeah. Well, slightly predictable when, I mean, full spoilers, because you should have watched it. It's on Netflix Club. Um, when the helicopter blew up, saw that come in. And yeah. when the note was in the gun at the end, saw yeah. that come in. <laughs> but the tension throughout the film, very good. Yes. Um, kept me very gripped. What did you think? Yeah, yeah um, like you said, it kind of, it felt by the numbers. 
It felt mm. very pedestrian, but it was still tense, and and a lot of I think that was down to the how well it was acted. The characters were very good, mm-hmm. rich, um, good performances, um, but it it just didn't didn't have that like spark at the end, did it? It kind of fizzled out more than it did. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, for an espionage film. But I, I liked it. Um, it was... I, I don't know. I was to mumble like this, but it just didn't... How can you say it? It just... It was good. It was just... Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it felt, it. it's difficult to talk about it because it just... It was good. It wasn't it amazing, like, but it wasn't bad by any stretch. It was just a good yeah. film. I mean, it would have probably been better if it had something like a chase sequence in there, even on foot. Or something like that, just to add to the tension. But there was nothing really. Well, I guess they had that shootout near the end, yeah. but that wasn't much of a set piece. No, it could have been more. And the bit where they're getting him out of the hotel. Yeah. But again, it, it wasn't exactly Born, was it? Like Born does those things really well. Yeah. Um, but I still enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah, it was. It was a decent watch. Mm. I can't really much more to say about it. It was just no. There's there's not much more you can say about it. To be fair, I it's kind of bothered. <laughs> I tell you, it's I just... did think when it ended, I thought that's the sort of bittersweet ending I would have liked in our other Netflix film we picked a few uh, weeks ago, months ago. Which the one um, the one with Ben Affleck in it. Come on, you with, the, with with the drug drug raid in Colombia or. Oh, somewhere. yes. Uh, I can't remember the name of it now. Triple Threat? Triple Frontier? Yes, Triple Frontier. That was it. That was a decent film, that was. Uh, yeah, but again, the ending. Yeah, it was, very, it was more bitter than bittersweet, but this go on, yeah. they did smuggle out the information they needed. Yeah. And you kind of think from there they can go on and get all the dirty MPs and bring down the Russians and all yeah. the other stuff. That sort of ending would have been, I'd have liked that in. Triple Frontier. Yeah. They kind of had it when he's like, oh, I've got the coordinates. But it yeah. wasn't, didn't have the impact it, it deserved. It needed a bit more closure. Mm-hmm. And, but this one was, this was decent, but not amazing. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Right. Prime pick. This was my pick. Uh, the Secret of Marabone. I found out after I picked this that the reviews for this were quite bad. <laughs> Um, yeah what did you think alright it's it's it is a film of three acts obviously mm-hmm. now the first act is intriguing really intriguing um, I was really into it I was loving the characters I was a bit thrown by the by the different accents and then I, I started to gather that they'd gone to America I liked that though because it was kind of like look we're not going to hold your hands there and explain the whole story to you at the start we're going to le- let you try and fill in the pieces a little bit yourselves investigate Mm-hmm. Um, the second act, it started to lose me, if I'm honest, in the second second act. Um, and I was kind of like, you know, when the, the banker shows up? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's a banker. Well, he's a wanker anyway. But uh, <laughs> I, I, it just lost me a little bit towards that point. And I was like, where's this going? And then the third act, I really, really, really enjoyed the third act. I oh, it was it, so good. Yeah, it was very good. Um, I didn't see that coming. I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna ruin it, um, unless you want to say like false spoilers because it, it we probably don't want to talk about it. It 
is full spoilers, but this is such a this is a film that depends so much on not yeah. knowing the end. Okay, let's say it now. Full spoilers for the end of this is on Prime. Obviously, you can buy it if you want to on Blu-ray mm. or buy it from like Google Play or whatever. Um, the Secret of Marabone. Yeah. Sort of horror, sort of more mystery, I'd say. But anyway, uh, yeah, we're now going yeah, to talk about the end. Go. Yeah, don't, yeah, I was going to say, do not listen if you do not want to know the twists. Yeah. Uh, so, like, um, I had no idea that the, the family had passed. I thought it was, it was a bit like when I saw Sixth Sense and someone ruined it for me. I was like, you bastards. <laughs> but then I got to watch The Others. Have you seen The Others? Yeah, I love The Others. Yeah, so then I got to watch The Others. And when I watched The Others and the twist come at the end, I was like, oh, my God, that's how everyone must have felt when they watched The Sixth Sense. <laughs> do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because it was so good. And um, when that happened in that, like, I was like, oh. But I was kind of... I didn't enjoy the twist because I felt so sad. I know, it was so It was so, so dark. Sad. It was so dark. Yeah, yeah it was. And um, what I thought the film did really well was portraying how much of a bastard the father was. And you never really, you never saw him. You just heard the things about him. And Stories, yeah. He came across, even in those little scenes, you did see him. I mean, you know, when he, he drops the money down the fire, the chimney, and obviously, the only boxes moved. I was a bit, you know, you, you just questioning things in the film, like, well, how come he never attacked him then, etc. But mm. I thought it was all in their imaginations, like, you know, when she put a hand. Yeah. Well, into I, thought, the attic. I thought it's a ghost. I thought. Yeah. It's the thing they're all scared of. This is the ghost in the house. No, well, I thought it was the dad. Didn't you think that? Um, not early on. I thought yes. there's some because they cover the mirror. Yeah, yeah. I thought there's a ghost and it comes through the mirror or through glass or something. Yeah, and gets them. And I thought that's what what the entity in the attic was. See, I and thought... later on I thought, oh, it, it's the dad. But has he died and he's haunting them? That's yeah. what I thought as well. I thought that he's he's still a ghost. Mm-hmm. And it turns out he's not. <laughs> Well, I thought it was the dad in the attic rotting, dead. Oh, that's because of the, the ceiling thing. Yeah, the ceiling, um, the fact that there was all still there, and obviously he'd shot at them. So I thought, the dad's dead in the attic. Mm. Um, and I thought, what the problem is, is there, something happened in the house, and they don't like the mirrors there, because something bad happened with the mirrors. So I thought, I didn't think there was a ghost. I thought it was all a kind of um, a mental... A me- what do you call it, a mental sickness, il- illness, um, mm. that they believed they were being haunted by him because they were just afraid because they were on their own. They had no parent there, really. Mm. Um, but don't they call it the ghost? Doesn't the little kid say, ah, oh, the ghost is back? The ghost yeah, but they back. tell you, don't they, that they made that up to stop him going in the mirrors and stuff. But obviously, Jack made that up himself, mm. that story. Because he's... Yeah. The, the problem you have where the film unravels itself is like the scenes when, you know, when she's feeding the raccoon. Mm. Well, why do we even see that scene? Because Jack's not there at that point, is he? Jack's the dad? No, Jack's the older brother. Unless that is Jack feeding the raccoon and then he feels the dad. Yeah, I think that's that, it. That must be what happens because, you know, when he's got that injury on his on his hip... 
That it's... must have been him who went down the chimney, not the brother. Mm. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, that must have he's, been. Yeah. He's all the characters because he's. Yes, but I was just thinking. So gone. did he feed the raccoon? Do you know I what I mean? Think so. But so that makes sense then. But um, sorry, is her name Anna Taylor Joy or something like that? The girl in it. The girl. She's normally who's... brilliant and everything, but I thought she was really weak. The American girl who goes out with him. Oh, um, I've only seen her in two things, but I thought she was good in this and good it, in Split. I think it's because her accent seemed really fake in this. I know she is American, isn't she? Yeah. But her accent seemed really thick, like light, like it was put on heavy. Like she, like she turned it up or something. Yes, yes. Um, I didn't know. I think she's good. She's good. I didn't enjoy her. She's really... Have you ever seen The Witch? Oh, my God, she's good in there. Yeah, I love The Witch. I didn't like The but, End, but... Until the end, it's a great film. <laughs> oh, I like the end, I did. But, um, excuse me, sorry. But yeah, I just thought, I thought it was the father. And uh, first of all, oh, they put the mob up there to stop them uh, taking them away from the house and that. And then I thought, mm. no, it's the dad. It's got to be the dad. <laughs> and then but obviously. It keeps you guessing, doesn't it? Because it could yeah. be either. It didn't, didn't see that twist coming at all. What the? It was all- really sad. That all three of them were in his head. Yeah. And obviously she just wouldn't give him his pills, would she? Mm-hmm. At the end, she just she wanted to be there for him so he could be with his family. Yeah. So that it's, was nice. I mean, it's by the writer of The Orphanage, and you can tell. Have you yeah. seen The Orphanage? Um, go, go through it, I think I have. It's Spanish. Yes, I've seen it. I know which one you're on about. Yeah. Is that what, the one when the kids... Like, is that spoilers for The Orphanage? <laughs> yeah. Go on. What happens in that? Is the kid locked behind the wall or something in that? Yes, yeah. And at the end, the ghosts kind of... They just want to play with her. They're lonely and they want to play with her. Yeah. And it's like she gives herself over to them and I think she dies and goes to join her son and the kid, the ghost from the orphanage, which is nice and sad. It's very bittersweet. And the husband mm. finds her and she's died and it's all very sad. What, how how did the kid die? Was that the orphanage where the kid falls down the stairs or does he fall between the walls? He's in a sort of like a room that they don't know about. Yeah. And there's a cupboard under the stairs with a door behind it. Yeah. And I think the ghosts lead him down there. Yeah. And then there's a loud noise and he gets stuck down there and he dies, basically. Yeah. And they find him at the very end. That's right, yeah. Mm. I love The Orphanage. It's a good film. I'll have to watch that again. Mm. And, but yeah, the the writing of this, the way it, it goes and plays out and then the bittersweet and it is kind of a ghost story but the ghosts are in his head yeah, and they're his family and then his dad's obviously a bastard and oh, it's just, it's just sad. Yeah. And... Oh, it's just so good. I really, really enjoyed it. Like you say, the middle bit, I did get a bit lost in the middle. It started intriguing. Yeah. I got genuinely quite bored in the middle. And then I think I was on my phone at one point, just like flicking about. And then, but then it drew me right back in at the end and had such a strong finish. Loved yeah. Really I, I agree. He, he, he picked up towards the end. I recommended it to a couple of people at work who enjoy it. Um, kind of like, 
horror slash like you says mysteries intrigue mm. so um i recommend it to a couple i thought it was a good film so thumbs up from me yeah and me boom another banger yes to another good week really yeah it was we haven't had a bad week for a while not since i stopped picking comedies <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not a case of picking um well-known films either is it no, I try you know, not like, to pick I well known films. I've only knew that it's, you know, I do McGregor and um, Skarsgård, so I thought, yeah, I'll give that a crack. And then, obviously, I'd never even heard of that Marabone. Hadn't you? I saw a trailer mm-hmm. for it a while ago. I was like, oh, we should go and see this to like, some people at work. Just go and see yeah. this at, at the cinema. And it just didn't happen. So I was it's very excited. They don't, trust you, they don't trust you after the Babadook. That's right. Have I told you this? Yeah, they yeah, did they not all like hate the it, didn't they? Yeah, I still maintain that's a pretty good film. Mm. Uh, you see, Mark Mode raves about it, and I think he goes, gives it way too much credit. Everyone raves about it, but all critics love it. It's good. It's, I just don't think it's scary. It's not scary. It's no. The bits that are, I think, are supposed to really scare you, make you jump, are almost funny. Yeah. Because the Babadook isn't that scary. All the no. time. Anyway, Secret of Marabone. Loved it. Yes, good film. Um, picks for next time. Um, I've got the Netflix choice this time. Um, mm-hmm. the, we talk about how we don't pick big hitters. I was aware of this as soon as it came out. I think it's a famous director. I can't remember who it is. The Ballad of Buster Suggs. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Ballad of Buster Suggs. Uh, your pick for Prime. Uh-huh. It's a film we've mentioned right from the start of this whole process and never picked. And now we're going to pick it. Terminal. Uh-huh. Uh, Margot I'm... Robbie film. A bunch of British actors. Let's hope it's half decent. It's yeah, short I... anyway. I thought you said it was over two hours. No, that was The Handmaiden. I changed it and I think this oh, is now changed... 40. Okay, that's, that's all right. Yeah, Ballad the Buster Suggs is quite... Or Skugs. I can't say Skugs or Suggs. But um, it's, <laughs> it's um very long. It's over two hours, so probably good that we've got a longer and a shorter one. I don't know much about Terminal, but the trailer looks flashy. Looks nice. I haven't seen the trailer. I'm not going to watch it either. No, don't. If you this is our pick, if you're in yeah. the Netflix Prime streaming club, you just watch it. You don't ask questions. You just watch it, and you yeah. come and listen to us talk about it, and get involved. Tweet us. Um, uh, leave messages on Instagram and uh, yeah, get involved. Give us some feedback. If you want to pick the films, listeners, and you think there's one we should watch or, you know, just a personal favourite of yours, let us know. We'll watch that. Yeah. Yeah. The Ballad of Buster Scuggs, Suggs, not sure. And, <laughs> and Terminal. There are picks for next time. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And we'll wrap it there. Thank you for listening. This has been the We Don't Go Out podcast. Uh, catch us, like I just said, on Instagram and at We Don't Go Out and Twitter at We Don't Go Out. Oh, you want to get my personal account on Twitter? That's at Anthony Hulse. Dave, still living that 90s social media free life? Yes, mate. Yeah. Loving it. Loving it. <laughs> Carefree. Um, yeah, so if you want to get in touch with Dave, do it through the at We Don't Go Out. And we'll catch you next time. We forgot to review um, Detective Pickapoo. Oh, we didn't we?
Do you do it no. now? <laughs> and put it on yeah, after. Yeah, quick. Go on then. You started up then. Um, I was a bit disappointed. Was you? Yeah, I found oh, it. Maybe it's because I watched it with my daughter, and she mm-hmm. found it quite confusing to follow everything that was yeah. going on. And it was quite a complicated story for a kid. Yeah. The whole. Yeah, but it is quite. From what I gather, it is quite um, faithful to the game. I've not played the game. Yeah. Hands up, I haven't played that. It's a 3DS game. But yeah, it's a little bit disappointed. I love the Pokemon. I love the, um, the visuals. It was very visually yeah. like, fantastic. Um, but the story... I like the premise of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't particularly like uh, the whole Mewtwo and the whole predictable bad guy. But then, yeah. you know, it is just a family film, so I don't know what I was yeah. expecting. But I, for a first, like, Pokemon film in this vein, that's a very good foundation. Live action, yeah. Yeah. I would rec- I'd say watch it, it's good. See, I'm not sure they'll do another one, because it's not, I think it's done well, but I think don't, I don't think it's done anywhere near as well as expected. Mm. Because I said to you, didn't I, I, can't, I thought this would get close to a billion, I don't think it's anywhere near. No. Because Pokemon's such a massive thing around the world, with Pokemon going, I thought, oh, I want to be on board with this. I just weren't. No. What did you think of it? Oh, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's hard for me to judge because when I get to the cinema and that, I do get annoyed how uncomfortable the seats are and I lose my concentration on a lot of films. Mm. Um, so, but I enjoyed it. So I think when I watch it again at home, I'm going to enjoy it more. I know there's a lull somewhere between in, in the second, towards the end of the second act at the start of the third. You're kind of like, oh god, <laughs> just kind of get towards the end now, you know. Like, but it carries on a bit. But um, oh, excuse me, like I say, it's um, very. Oh, I really enjoyed it. To be fair, um, it looks. I think it does look amazing. To be fair, it does look really good. Yeah. Did you see the twist coming? Not well. Not there was a few twists, but did you see? The reason why he can talk to Pikachu, did you see that coming? Um, I kind of did towards the end. Yeah, I got it, it before it just, was revealed, but not long yeah, before. Yeah, I was going to say, I got it before it was revealed, but like you said yourself, not like an hour before. No. Probably about 15, 20 minutes, something stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it was good. But that doesn't explain how he's still alive at the end, does it? I can't remember. Well, that's another thing that kind of, not ruined it, but took me out of really liking it was yeah. when they were doing that whole gas over the city thing and doing it to lots of people their bodies literally just vanished Yeah, and then when they were put back to normal their bodies just reappeared it was not explained yeah. at all so kind of like yeah. that's ridiculous it took me out a bit a little bit <laughs> yeah. I mean I know it's Pokemon and the whole thing is ridiculous Yeah, but that seemed to stretch yeah I'll buy it when it comes out because my daughter enjoyed it, so... Yeah, no one liked it, but I don't know if she'd be in a rush to watch it again. Yeah, yeah. 